0: Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is April 1st, and our reading comes from Luke chapter 9. Beginning in verse 28, Luke says this, about eight days later, Jesus took Peter John and James up on a mountain to pray. And as he was praying, the appearance of his face was transformed, and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly, two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared and began talking with Jesus. They were glorious to see, and they were speaking about his exodus from this world, which was about to be fulfilled in Jerusalem. Peter and the others had fallen asleep, and when they woke up, they saw Jesus's glory and the two men standing with him. As Moses and Elijah were starting to leave, Peter, not even knowing what he was saying, blurted out, Master, it's wonderful for us to be here. Let's make three shelters as memorials, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. But he's, even as he was saying this, a cloud overshadowed them, and the terror gripped them as the cloud covered them. And then a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. And when the voice finished, Jesus was there alone. They didn't tell anyone at that time what they had seen. They didn't tell anybody until after the resurrection. You know, often I've read this story, and I've really struggled to To know what do I get from this story? What's this story really about? What does it say to me? Well, here's what I think is happening in the story. First, Jesus is facing the cross. I mean, this is like the climax of his life and ministry, and it's terrifying. It's gonna be brutal. It's gonna be very, very challenging. Not only will he suffer physically, but he'll suffer emotionally, relationally, spiritually. I mean, this is going to be awful. And it seems because he's talking to Moses and Elijah about his departure from the earth, it seems that he is discussing with them his redemptive plan. What's about to happen? His death, his resurrection, and his ascension. And it seems to me that in this moment of weakness, in this critical moment, it's like some of his closest friends have come together to be his counsel, which is really amazing. And they're talking about his redemptive plan. And it's going to be challenging. Now, another thing that really stands out to me is that these three disciples get to witness this. So Peter, James, John, they're up on the mountain. They get to see Jesus transformed because this moment, the death, resurrection, and ascension of Christ, it's not just going to be difficult for Jesus. It's going to be very difficult for the disciples. I mean, just imagine, when Jesus dies on the cross, in their mind, they've lost everything. I mean, they've given up everything to follow Jesus. They've given up everything to follow what many in their day considered this guy to be some religious nut, a cult leader. He's dangerous. In following Jesus, they were ostracized from the Jewish community. They made great sacrifices. They were really in danger. And then all of a sudden, the guy that they thought was coming to establish a kingdom and to rule and reign, establish a free Israel, all these good and glorious things, all of a sudden he's dead. And their wife, their kids, their family, their friends are looking at them and going, what are you going to do now? I mean, this is like, I mean, it's over for them, right? And it seems to me that Jesus uses this moment to prepare them for what's coming, to build and strengthen their faith so that in the darkness they can remember This moment. I'll never forget Dr. Bennett years ago saying to me, Don't question in the darkness what God showed you in the light. Isn't that a good word? Don't question in the darkness what God has shown you in the light. Well, in the light, they see the glory of God and it's going to carry them through the darkness. In this moment, there are three big things that happen. First, they see Jesus in all his glory. So before this moment, he looks like a man. In this moment, he's glorified. They see his glory and it's beautiful and it's overwhelming. It's majestic. It's There's power in it, right? And man, what a moment. Second, they see these two witnesses. So they see and and hear, experience the witness of Moses and Elijah. And then third, they hear the voice from the father. So there's this cloud and they hear God, the father say to Jesus, this is my son and I love him. And you need to listen to him. And all of those things were building their faith and preparing them for the darkness. You know, when I think about that, the same Thing is true for us. We go through difficult seasons, right? We talk about this often, that life in a fallen world is full of suffering and how God meets us in our suffering and uses our suffering, uses our pain, uses our difficulty and struggles to show us our need for God. But we have to be careful in those moments not to question in the darkness what God showed us in the light. So in the same way, if you're in a season of darkness, I want to remind you of the glory of Jesus. He rose from the dead and his power over death and the grave proved he is who he claimed to be and that you and me, we will live forever. Secondly, we have a great cloud of witnesses. I love how Hebrews 12, 1 begins by saying, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. So just as Moses and Elijah are a powerful witness to the person and the authority of Christ, we are surrounded by a group of men and women in our Present life, people that we know and love who have walked with God for years, and their life is a powerful witness to the truthfulness of the gospel, the person of Christ, the power, the redemptive nature of the kingdom of God, right? All of that is seen in their life and in their testimony, but not only that, but also. All the saints, the early church fathers, the people that have gone before us, and their life bears witness that we can trust in Jesus. And then finally, the voice of the Father. You know, one of the great advantages that we have today is we have the Word of God, we have the Bible, we have the truth available to all of us. All of us have Bibles on our phone. All of us have Bibles in our house. All of us have the truth, and we can build our life on the truth. Jesus, in this moment of darkness, is standing on the Word the character of his father. And as we open the word each day, that's what we're trying to do in this podcast. And we're we're waiting in the truth and we're learning to build our life on the truth. We're anchoring our soul in the truth of God's word. Then that anchor will hold in every storm. Man, I hope that encourages you. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for this example, even Jesus as he's preparing to go into a storm, God, he needed, he needed friends. He needed the glory of God, the power of God to rest on him. He needed the voice and the affirmation of his father. And in the very same way, God, when we face difficulty, we need those things. We need to remember your glory and who you are. We need to remember how you have worked And the people that even we know and love, we need to remember what your word says and anchor our soul there. You are with us and you bring good out of every pain and suffering, all the the trials and the difficulties that we face. And we can trust you. Help us, God, to never question in the darkness what you've shown us in the light. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me again today. I hope that encourages you. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.